0: Hello, hi, I'm Zanzi, and welcome back to the Healthworm Zanzi podcast, episode ninety-seven. Proudly brought to you by Healthworm Zanzi. I'm your host, Joe, and I'm excited to walk this health and wellness journey with you. Remember, nothing is off limits. In our discussion today, we'll be touching on a very important topic. Many a times, we take for granted the easy access we enjoy to the health sector and the safety we experience when entering these health spaces. This is sadly not the reality for everyone. Therefore, in this episode, we'll be talking about people that identify as part of the LGBTQI community and their lived experiences with access to the health sector. Dr. Quibas, who has a vast knowledge of the health sector and believes in equal and safe access for all human beings, shed some light on this discussion. Dr. Quibas, how are you doing?
1: I'm fabulous, thank
0: (laughs) you. Okay, (laughs) I'm doing great, thanks. Thank you so much for joining this very important conversation. So before we get into the detail of everything, Please tell us about where you are based and what it is that you do.
1: My name is Kourbis Vanikirk. I am based one kilometre from the Bikars Dome in Sundowner. I am a general practitioner with a special interest in ballistic wellness, aesthetics and ethics. I've been operating my practice for 15 years I was in London for six years, and then when I came back, I felt that I can make a difference in healthcare in South Africa, so I joined the South African Medical Association, and I was the chairperson of West Rand Branch for over five years, and for the last 10 years, I've been involved in the aesthetic medicine industry. And I'm a past president of the Aesthetic and Anti-Aging Medicine Society of South Africa. And currently, I am the lead in medical, legal and ethics and social media of the Aesthetic and Anti-Aging Medicine Society of South Africa.
0: So, indeed, a mover and a shaker and changing the world one <laughs> step at a time.
1: <laughs> well, trying,
0: trying. Yes. Dr. Kubus, looking at the health sector, right, and as you would know, it is quite a broad theme. But narrowing it down to the lived experience and reality of people that identify with the LGBTQI community, what are some of the challenges that they experience with having access to the health sector?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, even in 2023, when the LGBTQIA person goes to a healthcare practice or a practitioner, Unfortunately, they're still faced with discrimination, stigma, and a lack of understanding, which can make it very difficult for any LGBTQI plus individual to seek and get appropriate care. Now, the challenges there is impacts negatively on their physical as well as mental health. I think transgender individuals in particular may face additional challenges in a practice where they are name-shamed by using their old names, where there's not the correct bathrooms for them. And then, you know, doctors can be biased. And and sometimes it's because the doctor isn't trained to deal with transgender people or with LGBTQIA people. They need to educate themselves. It's enshrined in the Bill of Rights in South Africa that you shouldn't discriminate to somebody because of their sexual orientation, for example. Definitely. But it's still being done every single day.
0: Dr. Kubis, you just mentioned, you know, about educating oneself Do you think this is how we can possibly find a solution to the challenge of the experience? Is it all about educating oneself?
1: I think it's not just educating oneself, but also opening your own mindset. And unfortunately, South Africa remains a very religious country. And even my own parents, I had a hip replacement last year and sitting down with my father and his wife, they don't understand gender identity, for example and I had Mm. to explain to them what it's all about. Comments made by high-profile singers, for example, in Namibia, saying that the plus in LGBTQIA, where the plus stands for bestiality, I mean, people believe it. Sure. I mean, my parents believed what Steve Hoffmeyer said in the end. So yes, education is very important, but we also have to have a mind-shift change. If we go to religion, there's no religion that perpetuates hate and promulgates hate. It's all about love, so... Why should it matter who you love at the end of the day?
0: It also shouldn't limit or hamper your access, especially when it comes into the health sector, right?
1: Absolutely. It was a very slow process, for example, in my practice where I was the open one. But every time I have an interview, I make sure, you know, do you have a problem with LGBTQIA uh, people? And I only employ people who don't have a problem with it and actually make my LGBTQIA plus patients feel comfortable and knowing that they will get that best healthcare service available. We don't discriminate against race, sexual orientation, anything that is enshrined in our constitution.
0: Dr. Quibus, you just mentioned that, you know, you create that safe space where someone from the LGBTQI plus community can access sound medical advice and resources. Are there other places in South Africa that you are aware of that also establish these safe spaces?
1: definitely have colleagues that have uh, safe spaces. I think aesthetic medicine as a whole is very inclusive. We've got transgender doctors, we've got gay, lesbian, bi, and we all support each other. And I think that's one space where you can definitely feel safe and get the best quality care. But there's also other organizations that are sponsored by America, for example, mm-hmm. where they look after men who have sex with men. And if you look at, for example, homosexuality is present in about 10% of the population, but men who have sex with men can be as high as 34%, a third of men. So one in every three men has been shown with studies to have sex with men. And I think it's very important that we don't label people and put them in boxes. And yes, there is organizations out there. You can go on the internet and you can find those and then get done. You know, you can go and do all your testing and it's definitely safe spaces, but Cape Town is much more accepting space than, for example, the rest of the country, even Joburg and Pretoria.
0: And before I let you go, Dr. Quibbas, we touched on briefly on some points now. But just in general, why is this an important conversation to have? Why is it important to talk about opening up the health sector so that everyone can feel safe and everyone can have sound practice?
1: Well, seeing that it's Pride Month, it's very important that when I came out I almost committed suicide. It's imperative that we realise that it's more important to support LGBTQIA plus people, specifically with mental health, where teenagers and young people think it's sometimes better to commit suicide than to be gay. Mm. And just to let those people know that it isn't that isn't the truth. That's a fallacy created by religious groups and people in the country that still see sexual orientation as a choice. I mean, I didn't choose to be gay. That's the way I was made. So unfortunately, because people get discriminated against, they sometimes fail to go to doctors. And we've got delayed diagnosis in cancers. We've got delayed diagnosis in HIV. We've got much higher incidence in the use of illicit drugs in the LGBTQIA space. So there's a lot of challenges that we have to face. And then we have things like corrective raping, which is a horrible thing that happens in South Africa. Those people need to be educated. And unfortunately, you know, currently our government is dumbing down education with pass rates of 30%. I mean, you're not going to educate people if you don't have good quality education and bring in sexual orientation studies or LGBTQIA issues in schools, universities, and even after graduation.
0: Dr. Koubis, thank you so much for shedding light on this very important subject matter. And hopefully as we go forward, education can start from inception, that we can open up the thinking, that we can rectify, you know, and create safe spaces for all.
1: Absolutely. At the end of the day, love is love. It doesn't matter who you love. And love should be the paramount thing in today's society as well. If we love more, there would be less hate, less wars, less negativity.
0: Thank you for joining this week's episode of the Health for Mzanzi podcast. For more on this chat, check out healthformzanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical jam or just curious about some health and wellness trends, you can send an email to hello at healthformzanzi.co.za or send an SMS to 076-132-0454. Yeah, we're on Bluetech. So there you have it, gals and guys. As Dr. Corbis expressed, respect and knowledge goes a very long way, and sexual orientation should never limit one's access to vital services such as health. Till next time, keep well and stay healthy, signing out, your girl Jo.